Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zelig Rubenstein, Zechert Salik Levracha. Wings of Faith, Episode 45, Shah Habitachim, Chapter 4, Where Bitachon Applies and is Praiseworthy. Episode 45, Practical Bitachon. Chobos of Avos now begins the fourth chapter, the longest one, which covers a discussion of seven global areas of practical bitachon, common mistakes and clarifications, free will, and why Olam Haba, the world to come, is omitted from explicitly being stated in Scripture. Chobos Avos is methodical. He groups, counts, and makes subgroups for each of his categories in order to ease our understanding. Chobos Avos. There are seven different areas in which one applies his or her bitachon. These can be categorized into two main groups. One, items relevant in this world. Two, items relating to reward in Olam Haba. The five items relevant in this world, out of the seven types, are divided into two parts. Items that are beneficial in this world, and items which bring benefits in the next world. Items that are beneficial in this world. Number one, those which benefit your body. Number two, those which benefit your money. Number three, those which benefit your family and friends. Items which bring benefits in the next world. Number four, there are those obligations that relate to you alone, such as davening, learning, and mitzvos, which are personal and do not impact others. Number five, mitzvos that cannot be done alone, which require another person or a recipient, such as tzedakah and kindness. Then there are two items relating to reward in olam haba. Number six, earned reward, and number seven, the extra bonus that Hashem gives you out of kindness and love. Marav tuvcha asher tzafanta lireyecha, the great reward which Hashem set aside for those who fear Him. Tehillim 31.20 We will explain these seven matters in which we must be boteach Hashem and how to apply bitachon in each case. Item one of seven, your body. We will now explain how to have bitachon in the area of items relating to your body. This category includes knowing that Hashem is in charge of your life and death, your food, your home, health, and all that happens to you, both positive and negative. You must work to give yourself over to Hashem, accepting that He knows what is best for you in all matters, according to your needs in this world and the next. Even if something does not seem good to you, know with bitachon that Hashem knows what is ultimately best for you. You are powerless to change that which Hashem decreed. Just as your birth and death are only in the hands of Hashem, so too all matters in your life are dependent only on Hashem and cannot be influenced or changed by you or anyone else. Rav Asher, A boy once stepped on the Vilnagon's talus. The Vilnagon said to him, My child, you should live 100 years. Please step off my talus. The man lived a very long and healthy life. He never got sick until he was 90. When he turned 100, he wrote a will, knowing that his time had come, and he died. This is a famous story. The lesson which I am showing is that if the word of the Grah is that powerful, Imagine the power of the word of Hashem. Obviously, this was Sadiq Gozer Hashem Mekayim. Hashem promised that if you follow his Torah, you will be rewarded. And if you dedicate your day to learn his Torah, he will support you. With all the above categories that we will elaborate upon, it's important to define the role and vitality of Torah in our lives and as related to Bitachon in Hashem. New stories come out every day about Rav Yosef Shalom El Yashav, Zechot a man who maximized his time in this world to focus on learning and growth. He used to get up every morning at 2 a.m. to begin his learning regiment. One morning he was very sick, and when he got up, his grandson tried to convince him to rest. Rav Yashav screamed with emotion, Torah Matahela, what will be with the Torah? There was Shal Yaakov Fisher, 1928 through 2003, was a great Yid whom I knew well. 
He was a true masmid, always learning. At the end of his life, he was very sick and had to be connected to an oxygen tank. He kept to his usual schedule, though. I was once called as a witness to a Dintora, and he was the Dayan, sitting there with his oxygen tank and all. He could have retired. His children said, Don't you think you should rest a little bit? He said, Yes. On Harazasim, I will rest a lot. Until then, I've got to work as much as I can. What a powerful perspective. Touches my heart. Causes me to cry. We were Zoka to marry off all of our children, Ezra Sashem. I don't know how we paid for this. Not only did I not know before they got married how the expenses would be paid, I still can't explain it even after the fact. I don't know where the money came from, but Hashem took care of us. And Avrich called me about his financial challenges. He was considering a part-time job at night. He wanted Chizik to stay in learning. I talked him through the situation and gave him encouragement to do what his heart and mind guided him towards. He had Bitachon and found a tutoring job teaching Torah that paid more than the part-time job he had considered. Months went by and his wife was having another baby. They wanted to stay in learning, but did not know if it was still feasible. I told him that if you want to stay in the base measures, you are guaranteed to be successful. He and his wife agreed that this was the life they wanted to live. They just didn't know where the money would come from. They turned towards Hashem with full reliance. Suddenly, his uncle called them and said, We're not from, but we were talking among the family about the fact that there is only one person in our family who is learning Torah full-time, and we want to pull together and support your studies. As the Ramban in Parshas Vayeshev writes, Agazera emes v'acharitzos sheker. Hashem's decree is truth, and all attempted deviance is false and impossible. I have a Talmud in Chutzlaritz who just called me and said that he is concerned with his business and does not think his partner will be fair and give him the money he deserves. We discussed what to do, and he decided to give money to a certain poor person in need. Thirty minutes later, something changed, and his partner wired him the money in question. He had two alternatives to get his money. He could have hired a high-profile business lawyer and would have spent a fortune and possibly gotten nothing. Instead, he gave tzedakah, and that changed the gazera, and then he got his money back. Chazal tell us that in the merit of our tefillah, tzedakah, and ruchnius acts, we can change things for the better. Hashem is waiting to give us great things. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara B'Tochen, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring B'Tochen to life, based on the Shurim of Rav Usher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveeras.com.